Hey everyone, it's your good friend Zach, the voice behind your second favorite Yusoki on this podcast. I mean, let's be real, who can beat up the cosmopolitan charm of old Red Tooth? Anyway, I'm here with a few quick updates from Pot Against the Machineville. So we... What's this? Sorry folks, one of the fine minds in legal has thrust the missive in my face and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Wait, so we have to say this? The money wasn't free? Even if it's already spent? Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, um, y'all, we'll be getting to those announcements shortly. But first, uh, a... What does it say here? Ah, yes. First, a word from our sponsor, Viscosity Foods, Goonighted. Hello, pot consumer. It is I, Gooas Gobblegoop. The CEO of Viscosity Foods, Goonighted, the largest conglomerate of semi-solid sustenance in the known universe, and the maker of the much-revered GooTube, TM, TM, TM. Now here at VFG, we have a saying. We only care about two things, the goo and you. And that's true, folks. We've been filling mouths, stomachs, and hearts for 1,100 years with family favorites like smoking strawberry schadenfreude and medically dangerously cheesy caramel crunch. And we still make it like my grand, 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 grandmother did. Of course, our rocky road is still made with 100% real hand-harvested chunks of road. And like, they really handle it, too. You can definitely taste the hands. Which brings me to my point. As I said, we only care about two things, the goo and you. Well, Potter, what if they were one and the same? Which is why... We here at Viscosity Foods Goonighted have launched our newest promotion. Be the flavor. Yes, that's right. One lucky contest winner will have their flavor profile immortalized as a goo tube. All you need to do is find the golden goo. And that is a, a single goo tube with scintillating golden contents. And before you know it, our crack scientists will be harvesting your genetic makeup for the flavor extraction process. Think, pod listener. Long after you die, you will still live on forever, dancing across the future's taste buds as a delightful phantom of flavor. That isn't the dream, what is? I'm Gooas Gobblegoop, and we here at Viscosity Foods Goonighted can't wait to make a goo out of you. GooTubes are a registered trademark of Viscosity Foods Goonighted. GooTubes are not approved by any regulatory body for consumption and are considered novelty products for ages 27 and above. Viscosity Foods Goonighted holds no liability for damage, disease, dismemberment, or death if eating or otherwise not using the product for its intended purpose. If you or a loved one is struggling with GooTube abuse, we encourage you to reach out to a medical professional. Viscosity Foods Goonighted is a family company. Well, that was something. Anyway. Those quick announcements. Our uh, website will be down for a redesign, so fret not, fair web surfer. Those machines have not prevailed. We'll have it back and better in no time. Additionally, if you are a patron, first of all, thank you. Uh, 
Second of all, we want, no, we crave your Sky Metal dedications. It's super easy. The ever marvelous Sam Prime has this slick little Google form you can use. And come on, the very loyal two plus Alowin and Brixby desperately need your assistance. Now, of course, some of you may be like, patron? Discord? To that I say yes and yes. We are here into your ears by the good grace of our wonderful supporters on Patreon and Ko-fi, whatever. Please feel free to join them if you're able. Uh, whether you are or not, please join all of us in our Discord. Yes, the whole real cast is there, minus one of us who may be replaced by a generative language model while contract negotiations continue, uh, along with a group of witty and wonderful scrappers. Come on by. And that's it, folks. And this, well, this is Pot Against the Machine. against the machine. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the actual play podcast that's made out of skin, tufts of hair, and goop. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Aren't we all? <laughs> no. I'm well, really worried that that was the first time you didn't use the word only. <laughs> well, there I mean, are other if, podcasts out there. <laughs> if you think about it, like a lot of things are made out of skin, tufts of hair, and goop. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Skin, tufts of hair, and goop is my favorite flavor of GooTube. <laughs> it's great on these hot summer days. You really feel the goop as it kind of gets caught in your throat. I was going to say, the, the worst hair. part of that is absolutely going to be the mm -hmm. hair. Yeah, that's, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's rough. Mm -hmm. yeah. The hair makes it stick around. It's true. Which oh. is, it's what you yeah. want in that you situation. Have to. Is it? <laughs> you have to let it linger. It tickles with flavor. Like eating badly shucked corn. Well, yeah, and you know, other podcasts are made of skin, tufts of hair, and goop, just like our friends at the Dungeon Dive Bar podcast. Yeah, we're back fixating on people right now, but now we're fixating <laughs> on a podcast, so listen to them. Good, good friends. Uh, Emerald Spire. Yep, they're nearly done. A different tower. Super Dungeon. Sorry that we had to proceed you with gross hair jokes. They probably appreciate them. Maybe. I mean, they were they were pretty gross. Just such a texture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Previously on the program, the party just barely managed to defeat the green riot suppressing robot, which um, was very good at its job. It knocked out Kira. It knocked out some Azers, and then it knocked out Kira again, but eventually it did get lightninged to death. After that, the party made friends with the Azers, escorted them out of the tower, um, refused a gift of a silver hammer from Maxwell, and um, everybody took a nap, after which the party went up to level 10, which I'm sure will not be the bane of my existence for the next couple dozen episodes and then the party went back into the tower went all the way up to the seventh floor where they found themselves a crane and this crane um it was menacing 
It didn't actually get to do anything but sort of just like swing its boom arm like, ah, boom, going to bring the boom. And then everybody beat it up until it fell apart. That was sad. Probably could have done some cool stuff. After that, they went into a lab where there was a disassembled gearsman, found that there were some good tools in there, some good gearsman chunks. And then they opened up the next door and found a really, like, just viscerally gross robot viscera trap behind which was a weird drum and the fourth nanite cocoon with the power of asher shooting things off the wall and an unseen servant they managed to shoot the thingy off the wall and the servant scooted in dodging the traps pulled out the treasures and now the party's got a weird drum and a nanite cocoon and they're standing in a lab and that's where we are now. So Cleary is going to be hanging out with us for a couple hours, or until something terrible befalls them. Is that your new invisible friend? Yeah, it's it's our intern. Oh, well. And Asher will look in completely the wrong direction. It's nice to meet you, Cleary intern. Intern Cleary. Yeah, that's, that sounds the same invisible figure, uh, Kira will hand a sticker that says, good intern. <laughs> oh, now it's seen. That one will say, I really like your Ramona and Beezus books. <laughs> this is going to look great on your resume. Now, I'm going to need you to open this door. <laughs> um, so, shall we um, check that other door on the floor? Sure. Yeah, you have to spend your requisite 18 seconds in the airlock. Everybody all crammed in once more. But Now with an invisible servant crammed in with us. <laughs> yeah, the servant too. Just <laughs> Luckily it's amorphous, so it can just sort of squeeze into all the available space. And it's not long enough for everyone to suffocate, so you're fine. Roinks? Oof. Aid. Asher does not aid. He can only fail to aid on a one or a two. Owen, who needs to get at least a 12 to aid, managed to get a 19, so he aids. Okay, yeah, so that's a 25 with my friends. Um, But that doesn't appear to be locked or trapped. Cleary. Gonna punch the door open. (laughs) Okay, never mind. Uh, Popping open this door reveals what appears to be a small storage closet, which is absolutely jam-packed with weapons from the look of it. It's a big old pile of like shields and long swords and nets and crossbows and bolts. Do you want the honor of detecting Magoo? Halloween? Yeah, he can detect magic. Yeah, looks like we're going to need spellcraft on uh, two of the things. Most of it's mundane, but there's uh, two sets of bolts that appear to be magic. Or wants to do the other one, I think. Was 17 what you rolled, or is that what your bonus is? Because if your bonus is that, you're only one under me. Oh, no, 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 no. I have a plus two. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that is a net one for my first roll, though. So that is a 19 on one of the sets of bolts which probably isn't enough to give us anything. (laughs) I have a 25 on that one with an 8. Well, that'll reveal that there are five screaming bolts. 
Oh, these things. Ooh, I love those. <laughs> had those on a character in another game. We had these in this game. Speaking of Dungeon Dive Bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had Screaming Bolts from uh, Book 2. I think the Smilers and had crossbow. them. Yeah, no, the rat people oh, had them. Oh, the rat they? people. Uh, and that's a much better roll. That is a 10 for a 28 on the other set of bolts. Well, then I think you see the real prize here. There are 10 plus 2 human bane bolts. <laughs> Does Bricks have a crossbow? I think Alowen has one. <laughs> I have a hand crossbow. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you took one from the other Yasoki, right? Because they had hand yeah. crossbows. I've had a hand crossbow the whole time that's just been kind of chilling. Um, yeah. But I, it really hasn't made sense to use. Because even with, like, a human bane bolt, like, I could be doing... If 2d6 is the thing that, you know, plus, like, well, I don't know, 1d2 or whatever is, like, my best mm -hmm. option, then I, I should have just gone invisible and acid splash yeah. that thing. So Yeah, so we can I maybe mean, sell these. Yeah, we can just toss them in the bag. Yeah. Free money. All right. Well, now um, you've got four nanite cocoons, so you're kind of at a crossroads here. You can go back down to the basement and um, crack open the Nemo Technic Lab, or you can push on to the top of the tower where you know there are a few more labs, and from what you heard from the Azers, uh, robot wizards maybe? What would everybody like to do? I'm, uh, I'll hold. I want to hear what everyone else would like to do first. I want to use the nanites. Same. I'm so glad you said that. I'm really curious about what's so important other than probably the power to this facility, but is there something else behind that door? If we're lucky, maybe there's something down there that'll help us beat out himself. Yeah, that, then we are all in consensus, because I was like, this is something I want to do, and then I was like, I should really yeah. hold off on my irresponsible, like, yes, but... No, Asher boofs down 100 feet, and is, like, taken off. That's good. Bye. Oh, he winds up inside a ceiling. Oh, he's dead. Or just, like, one inch below a ceiling, <laughs> and then falls 20 feet directly onto his face. <sighs> So, shall we, shall we bring our nanites four to the scary, scary door? I would like nothing more. All right. Well, that didn't rhyme at all. All right, well, you can head back down to the fifth floor, go back through the secret door, and um, head down and down and down all the way into the basement. Go around past the uh, room with the summoning circle, past the wind tunnel room, and the um, altar of Xyphus, and then the uh, prisoner chamber where Nargan Haravix is hanging out, all the way around to the room with the smoke furnace. Now you're in a cramped room, which is, of course, incredibly hot and choked with hissing pipes and sparking wires. And you have your smoke furnace taking up most of the room, but on the other end of the room is a huge metal door which is next to an immense machine that has uh, four glass domes, each the size of a human head, protruding from a panel. Before we open this amazing, super special nanite lock, Asher will fill 
the mundane round revolver with the ghost salt rounds in case old cranky mcdead pants is upset that we are checking in his secret super stuff just wanted to make sure it was said he's got adamantine in one revolver ghost salt in the other and uh yeah brixby's gonna recast aramze's focus that's eight off the 20 charge wand in case anyone is doing brixby's for spells <laughs> so workshop in that one buffs anyway Brixby's <laughs> um, buffs nice <laughs> yes yes Brixby's buffs fantastic thank you alright so we we pop these nanites into the door well right when you um, pull out each of the nanite cocoons like each one as it comes out like immediately the glockite strands surrounding it just like unravel themselves and like kind of dissolve into nothing as the whole thing becomes like a cloud in your hand of these tiny little flying metal specks that then just zip right into one of the domes and like the dome will fill up with all these little nanites and a bunch of lights come on and wires kind of like seize up like they're filled with fluid now or just like they've been electrified and like the machine starts to hum more and you pull out the second one and the exact same thing happens it's like these things know exactly what they're supposed to do and as they go in like one by one and the whole thing lights up you hear inside it like mechanisms going like and the lock seems to disable itself it seems like your little nanite buddies have cracked the door for you so I guess it's likely this thing isn't trapped but it's still worth checking I'm gonna take a look and I'm not going to know how to roll on roll 20 because I don't have years of experience doing this. Okay. And I rolled a 17 on the die. That is a 35. Aid. 37. You're not aid. And then 39 for Kira who auto-aids. The door is definitely not locked and doesn't appear to be trapped. Big stuff, do you want to do the honors or should we have Cleary do it? I got it. Um, j- gently open the door and then give it a gentle tap with a fist just to make a point. Halloween, <laughs> yeah. five footsteps away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The door slides open, revealing a metal wall laboratory. It is sparsely furnished, and the air within it is stale and musty. A long table against the north wall of this room contains an almost perfectly preserved corpse of a woman with bluish circuitry embedded in her skin. The top portion of her skull has been cut away to reveal a dry, pale brain or brain-like thing where, you know, a brain should be. On the floor at the foot of the table, lies the sprawled and withered corpse of a man. Portions of these remains are completely missing as if they were burned away by something. And standing also in this room is a strange four-legged robot with rows of crystal spheres lining its back and a single glowing eye sitting in the middle of his head. Oh, that's not good. 
Now, as you come into this room and look at this skeleton on the floor and the woman with the cut open head and the robot with one eye, who else should appear but the ghost of Fergus Shout emerging every time from what might just be his own corpse? And he says, Are oh, you again? I'll show you once and for all. I think it's time to roll for initiative. Yeah. Might just be a boss fight. Boo. I don't see Kira. Where is Kira? Oh. Kira's swarming with Brixby. Swarm. Under Brixby. Of yeah. course. All swarming right. at Brixby is Kira. As is tradition, I will start with the northernmost character. What does Alwyn have? Uh, Alwyn got a 14 on the die for a dirty 20. That's pretty snazzy. Um, Asher, who is not northernmost, but he's closest to Alwyn. He's slightly more southern. Uh, that's a 9 off the dice for a 14. Ooh. It's not very fast. How about Brixby? Because I can see him. Brixby rolls a 4 for a 12. Not too shabby. And Kira. It's got some shab. That's a, um... That's a, that's a three for a nine. Not what you want. Not see it. what you want. Now, um, unfortunately for everyone here, this uh, one-eyed, no-horned, walking metal people killer gets to go <laughs> first. Let me just take a moment here, just to never you mind. All right, and um, it's going to start a... You know what it's going to do. Kill the ghost. Oh, man. <laughs> Go for the ghost. Of course, it, it should probably. Yeah. It fires a laser at the body and disintegrates it. Beneath its head, actually, this... um. At first, it just looks like a piece of metal, and then it swings around... And yeah, it's a rifle mounted under its head. And um, <laughs> what? it's going to just take a step on down uh, a couple steps just to get a straight shot. And it's going to shoot at Brixby because he's standing in the doorway. He's standing. He was standing unless he moved. He was standing in the same square as Kira. Yeah. It doesn't matter because I would like to. Oh, wait, I haven't acted yet. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh. I can't take an immediate action. All right. Lay it on me. Um, so flat-footed touch, 29. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. All right, um, so sonic damage, uh, 15 sonic damage. As you just get a little bit, just a little bit shot by, um, a rifle that just blasts you with horrible noise. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. This is a line attack. Uh, so Kira, Kira, um, (laughs) and Asher. Yeah. Um, how does a 20 to flat footed touch sound Kira? Sounds bad, Sam. Sounds bad. Bad for me. Um, not nearly as good. Only seven sonic damage. And, um, Asher flat footed touch. How does, ew, 
Only a 17. Um, 15 sonic damage to Asher. Ow. No big whoop. Um, yeah, the robot's done. Alloin, you assume everything's fine. You just heard a loud noise. It was weird. Uh, Alloin, having distinctly heard Zaud's voice screaming at us again, is going to, as a swift action, take out the wind wand just to kind of have that at the ready. And then he is going to move 10 feet to the south just to see what the heck's going on in this other room. Uh, Upon doing that, he sees this robot and he goes, oh, that's not good. And that robot has to make me a will will save, if I can pronounce words correctly. Um, It doesn't want to. It's not willing to. So it voluntarily fails? So it Mm -hmm. fails automatically then, you're saying? Uh, 26 on the will save. Uh, 26 passes. Not by much, but it passes. Uh, so that <laughs> that's is your disturbing. Turn. My turn, I mean. Wait, no, that's your turn, too. The robot's done. I'll tell you when the robot's done. And it was already done before you started. All right. Cash it up. Okay. Well, not a huge fan of the line attack. At least now we're all, all four of us in the line. <laughs> well, I liked it when you guys were doing the lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Asher is going to... I mean, be a hero. What else would he do? He is going to... Um, It's probably not a good idea, but neither is dying. Uh, so we'll... Uh, uh, he is going to delay until after Brixby and Kira have acted in hopes that he can get a better shot at this robot. So, whew, good turn. All right, um, Brixby. All right, Brixby's going to five foot step to the northwest. Uh, I'm going to toss a toss a knowledge engineering at this robot first before I do what I'm going to do. It's only a 21. You couldn't even say what this thing is. Oh, it's a very scary robot. It's a scary one. But uh, then he's going to turn to Zhaud. Uh, and uh, what's your name again? No, he's going to turn to Zhaud. And uh, he's going to reach up, grab the um, amulet around his neck, uh, whisper before opening his eyes, looking at Jowd and saying, thank you for um, teaching me this one. And that is a 20 versus his flat-footed touch. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. You have just been dimensional anchored. Wow, that's a big one. Yeah. For those at home, uh, what are we talking about here? So, many of you who have maybe listened to the podcast before, because if you didn't, it'd be kind of weird to come in on this episode. But if so, welcome and um, join our Discord so we can hyperfixate on you. I'm just vamping because uh, the wonderful product from Lone Wolf, that's Lone Wolf, is just taking a moment to spread its sheet. Okay, there we go. A green ray springs from Brixby's hand. 
I've made a ranged touch attack to hit the target. Any creature or object stuck by the ray is covered by a shimmering emerald field that completely blocks any form of extra dimensional travel. That includes uh, astral projection, blink, dimension door, ethereal jaunt, etherealness, gate and maze, plane shift, shadow walk, teleport, and any other similar like abilities. This prevents the use of a gate or teleportation circle as well. Um, doesn't like interfere with any of the movement in terms of ethereal or astral form. So it can definitely still go into walls, but you can't teleport away from us anymore. You're trapped in here with us. And that is for 10 minutes. That's a long time. And uh, Brixby will, um, so that was a five foot step, a knowledge check, he'll tell everyone, Jag can't escape us now. He can hide in the walls, but not for long. All right. And uh, that's it. And uh, Shoud looks at Brixby, who has walked into the room, and he says, Why would I want to hide? He's going to need a will save from Brixby as he imagines himself falling and falling and falling. Is this a spell or spell-like ability? Sure is. All right. Let's go. Oh, that's a 12. (laughs) Well, he doesn't know at this time if it's real or not as he's just plummeting through darkness and he can't see the top and he can't see the bottom and I'm going to need a fortitude save from Brixby. Ex- I'm going to use my sky metal on this one. I can't imagine why. I rolled a nat one for a 13. As Brixby sees himself falling through an unending void of darkness. It's just too real. And the phantasmal killer seizes up and it kills the rat man. He drops dead where he stands. I'm dead, (laughs) y'all. And, um, Kira, you're up. Brixby just stepped in and collapsed. Uh, um, um, I don't think Kira's going to make an attack on this round. Like, she sees bricks go down. Well, I guess it's, is it not clear? Maybe it's not clear. He's, you know, it's I don't want to It's not clear I'm dead. I just went down. I mean, she just didn't even see like anything really cause it just saw him collapse so okay um jeez all right uh so okay so i guess kira will step past and snake her way around to where she can hit this thing step past brixby brixby worried but like i don't know I've forgotten how to move my character. I don't know why I feel like my character died. My hands are shaking. Um, and then I'm gonna try and hit it. I'm gonna try and hit it. I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna rage and then I'm going to 
uh, move as I move. I'm going to pull up the adamantine greatsword. I'm like trying not to cry. This is awful. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a 12, um, 12 plus, what did I say this was? Greatsword Ethel, 17. 29? That'll hit. Great. Kira is going to smash the ever-loving heck out of this thing. 4, 8, no. Yes, 8. Eight uh, plus, I believe it's twenty now. Yeah, twenty-eight points of damage with an adamantine weapon on this. Thing. And there's this layer of shimmering energy around this thing that, like, it feels like the sword doesn't even actually come in contact with the robot itself it just hits this field of shimmering energy and the the energy is definitely diminished by the attack but it's like definitely a a really strange thing cool that's my turn well um that shimmering field recharges a little bit can oh asher reinsert he was waiting till after kira and brixby went he sure can. Cool. Um, Asher is going to uh, change his tactics, seeing the chains, the sword bounce off. Uh, he is going to run up to this creature. Once he gets, uh, you know, a square away, he'll drop his revolvers to draw the. Uh, no blade and he's mechanically charging so uh, I'll get that plus two to hit and I'll need it because it's a melee attack swift action to activate it uh, so that he'll get that sweet two spells thing should he hit becomes a plus two weapon also I don't have a sky metal but it's that's fine it's also not as I just want to... This is dumb. Okay, that becomes a... 22 to hit. Okay, a... 22 actually does not hit. Does it get anything extra for this thing being a construct? Bane on the damage. Because doesn't it have construct bane on it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if that did to the, to hit also. Yeah, Bane counts as a plus two bonus on pl- on the creatures that it's Bane against. So is that accounted yeah, which for? Is no, right? I only counted the plus two enhancement bonus. So I didn't count the Bane additional plus two. So that would yeah. become a 24. So that will Oh, hit. glad I charged. Okay, um, so then that, act, that does the two spell thingy. Uh, so a dispel and a technological disruption shenanigans. Uh, It does a discharge, so I believe the creature gets a fortitude save against the discharge. Yeah, is the... uh, Do I need to roll a dispel magic against its uh, like barrier, or is that a technological thing? 
Uh, that's a technological thing. Okay. So, do you have the, the DC in hand for this fort save? Uh, I am determining that. It's probably pretty high. I know the craft DC is high. <laughs> Doesn't help <laughs> me super much. Um, so, the DC... Fortitude negates. I mean, I know the caster level of the item. Okay, what's the caster level? caster level 11th. I don't know how you would determine because you don't know, like, the primary stat. Yeah, it says it's as dis. I mean, as discharge. Yeah. Does discharge have, like, a list on it, maybe? Well, discharge says fortitude negates, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say, like, a. Yeah, it would be like the caster's DC, but like, what's the DC if we don't know the primary stat? Probably like 70. We have hit. <laughs> we have hit a very obscure bit of Pathfinder lore here. Or rules, not lore. Magic items that produce an effect, the saving throw is. Um, DC is 10 plus the level of the spell or effect, which is discharge is level 3, and uh, plus the minimum ability modifier needed to cast that spell. Looks like it's a 14. So it's a DC 14. Oh. So. That's stupidly low. Yeah. So it does pass. Okay, neat. But um, roll roll your damage. Yep, I'm gonna do that. It's gonna be a D10 plus two D6 plus two. So that is sixteen, and it's adamantine. All right. Well, that actually manages to um break through that technological like sheen of energy. And it seems like you actually do manage to hit the thing itself. Do just the tiniest bit of damage that cracks through, but whatever that field was, it appears to have been eliminated. And it's not right about to immediately come back. Whew! Well, um, now it's the thing's turn. That field actually doesn't come back. It would only come back if it wasn't reduced to zero. Oh, sweet. So that may have felt wasted for a second there, but got rid of the force field. But um, as a prize, it, this thing is about to go full attack. And I think it's going to go for Kira first with the claw. Uh, that is a 32. That'll do it. Uh, is Kira raging? Yeah, yes. Okay, so... Uh, 37 on the blur. Uh, that is 11 damage. And the free grab attempt with the claw is a 35. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Now, let me just check something real quick. Yeah, it is now going to use its two it has these two integrated syringy things on extra arms um and one of them's gonna go for the recently grabbed kira uh that is a lot 30 
38. Remind me, remind me of the rules on immediate actions. Since I took a swift, am I able to use an immediate this turn? Yeah, it eliminates your swift yeah, for next round. Yeah, but it might be worth it. Uh, as the second spell, Asher prepared for today's liberating command. So that would give Kira an immediate chance to make an escape artist check with a, uh, a whopping plus two bonus since my caster level is still effectively one. But it's in addition to whatever your escape artist. And uh, bring me up to a okay. zero. <laughs> Let go of her! Asher's pretty pissed. Ah, uh, it's an 11. Yeah, that's not going to do it. So, a um, 36 to hit on the injector, but it does miss on the blur. And it's going to try to hit Asher with the injector, because he's right up in its face, too. That is a 23 to hit. Uh, that hits. I don't have blur. Damage is low. It is nine damage, but then um, we are going to need a will save from Asher as it feels like something in this thing is like reaching into his head as this thing injects him, like as if it's like trying to get into his mind. Doesn't sound ideal. Ooh, natural 17 for a dirty 30. All right, effect negated. Don't worry about it. That'll bring us to Alowin. Uh, Alowin is going to... Uh, actually, he can do this kind of from where he is, but he will get closer. He's going to get up next to Brixby just to be in with everybody. Uh, and then he is going to cast Haste. And uh, he can hit all of us with that, including the unconscious dead. Brixby. <laughs> dead. Dead Brixby. That doesn't... Oh yeah, dead Brixby. Ugh, that's right. So then that won't affect Brixby. Uh, but the rest of us are all hasted. Right. Based on your respective character tracker thingies. Well, you were hasted. Um, I'm afraid uh, Brixby doesn't really get any actions while dead. But Fergus Shout, who definitely looks pleased with himself for having dropped one, is going to. What's he gonna do? He is just going to kind of float like over to the corner of the room so he's kind of pointing himself in such a way as to not have the thought harvester robot in his cone and he is going to just shout we will need a um, fortitude save from everybody who's currently living Does a 35 pass, Sam? It does. <laughs> it, that, um, wow. Asher's not deaf. 
thought I got a good one. Uh, well, for Alwyn's saves, it is uh, 21. Alwyn is also not deaf. Hey. Uh, 34. Also not deaf, but everyone will still take half of 5d6 damage. So, um, 5d6 is 15, so 7 damage across the board. A little bit disappointing for old Ferky. Good. Get right. He's still riding high a little bit, so he's not too disappointed. And, uh, Kira, you're up. I'm gonna hit this robot again. Um, while grappled, you can't use the the two-handed weapon. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, I'm going to try and break out of this grapple. It's that CMB. Which CMB? If it factors into your decision making, just to remind you, you have the option of punching it with your gauntlet if you want it to. Oh, fair. Yeah, great. I'm gonna punch it. Here's upset. You're hasted and breaking out of grapples is just super hard. So it could be better. Uh yeah, let's do a gauntlet strike. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I feel <laughs> still so sad. Um it's a natural twenty plus a fifteen, which is nice. Oh, roll to Confirm is 13 on the die plus uh, 15. 28. Is that right? 28 will confirm your critical. I hope this son of a gun's vulnerable. Um, it's double. It's 2x two t- two for a gauntlet thingy. Um, yeah, it's just a two times crit, yeah. Okay. That is. Um, Sorry, I, when I said my hands were shaking, that wasn't a joke. I'm going to roll that again for everyone at home. That was a 2d3 plus 266. I'm telling you that my six key is broken and I need a new con- little something. Roll. Two. You know what? I feel pretty good about that three plus two. Can I just say that's a plus 20? What, what did I say? Plus 26? Yeah. Five, 26, 31. 31. All right. That doesn't all go through, but it's still solid damage on this thing, and it has to make a fortitude save. I have been doing vulnerability to crits wrong. It has to make a fortitude save to avoid being stunned for a round. Um, It is not stunned, but it is staggered for one round. Can I keep punching it? Um, And yeah, you can keep punching. Okay, I'm going to go for full punch. It's not as good. 8 plus 15. Uh, 27. 8 plus 15. I've, my ability to do math has gone out the window. 8 plus 15 is... 23. 23, yeah. That's a hit. Great, and that's a D3 plus 13. It's 1... Uh, so, what, a 14, and then I'm going to punch it again with a slightly lower BAB this time for uh, for haste reasons. That's a 27. That'll hit. One more D3. Fascinating stuff. Two plus 13 is 15 points of 
gauntlet damage in this guy. All right. In theory. Chipping away at this thing I, with the um, hardness, it's not doing a ton, but you are getting a bunch of hits on it. And um, Asher. Seeing as it was difficult for him to make the hits with the sword, uh, Asher's gonna just drop it where he's at in case Kira wants it or something. Uh, and then he will uh, take a five foot step back into the square where he dropped his guns, uh, pick up his revolver full of adamantine rounds. And take a single deadly aim shot for now. Uh, against touch, that is going to be a 24 thanks to the haste. Uh, yeah, 24 will hit touch. Okay, adamantine bullet coming at you for 11. Alright, that all goes through. So that all goes through, but wasn't Kira swinging the Adamantine great. Oh, she's punching. Never mind. Oh, she was punching. Sorry. There's a lot going on emotionally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. End of turn. All right. It's this robot's turn. It is staggered. So that means it only gets either a standard or a move. It's going to let Kira go, relinquishing the grapple because um, it's a smart robot and uh, it's going to it's going to go for the Sonic Blast at Asher and Alowin, uh, which will provoke from Kira. Uh, that's a two on the die, so I don't think anything happens. Is that your full BAB in your haste? That it might <laughs> get up there. You, you, know, you have yeah. Well, oh, with a oh, I guess it, it let me go. But so what is that? A two plus nineteen, twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one doesn't quite do it. It's still. Pretty close though, because we know what 24 hit. <laughs> um, 24 versus touch for Asher on the um, sonic yep. rifle. Uh, that's pretty big damage. 14 damage. Ow. And Asher or Alwyn 25 versus touch. Yep, that is a hit. Only seven sonic damage on Alowin. And um, it is Alowin's turn. Okay, Alowin is actually going to spend a full round action to dig the cardio amp out of the backpack of Asher who is standing in front of him. So that will be his entire turn. All right, that seems like a reasonable thing to do. Brixby, unfortunately, does not get a turn once more. Now, um, Fergus is, well, it's not the happiest camper in the world. Um, just because, you know, he's, he's standing over here. He's being kind of ignored by everybody in the room when he's supposed to be the big boss guy. So he's going to cast a spell and... Um, Let's see, what's he going to do? He's just going to pick up the body of what appears to be uh, Cassandra Lee. And he's going to telekinetically throw it at Kira. 
That is only a 14 to hit. 14 will not hit. All right. Well, I think what this looks like is he telekinetically throws most of a dead android at Kira. And um, Kira gets hit with most of a kind of ragdoll person who just falls to the ground and isn't a very effective weapon. <laughs> and uh, Kira's up. You were not grappled. Great. Um, where did you say Asher dropped the sword? Asher did yeah, drop the sword. It would uh, be diagonally adjacent. And it to is you. in the square adjacent. Yeah. Cool. Can I? So can I grab it from where I am, or do I need to step into that square? No, it's a, as a move action, you can grab it from any adjoining square. Gonna move action that, grab that, drop the adamantine greatsword, and swing this. Just put it in my hero lab, so hopefully that's correct. Let's see. That is uh, disgusting. A nine plus... 12. Uh, no, we just said 21 doesn't work. That's just one hit. Yeah, your regular fist. I have a, a minus four for being non. Uh, for that's being only if you're using it one handed. No, if. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird weapon, but using it with two hands, yeah. which I assume Kira would do, um, you don't have that yeah. minus four. Okay. I also have a minus three for untyped penalty. That's I don't know what that is. It's weird. I don't know what that would be. Okay, so yeah. well, with the... Uh, Do you have strength damage? No. Uh, Did you have that minus three when you were attacking with your other stuff? Oh, apparently I do. Maybe okay. I... Yeah, so it's... Yeah, so... Uh, okay, so that's going to be then... What did I just say? 21 plus minus four, 25. That'll hit. That is 1d10 uh, plus 2d6 because it's a construct. Nice. So wait, 1d10 plus 14 mm-hmm. plus 2d6. Yep. Cool. 1d10 plus 14 plus 2d6. 6. 6, 12, 5, 17, plus 14. Come on, Aziza. 17 plus 14. I can do this. 31. All right. Points of null blade damage. And null blade is adamantine, yeah. right? It's yeah, it's no adamantine qual. and uh, that other metal. <laughs> no qual. Um, all uh, right. Well, that all does seem to go through. And the discharge, it has to make a DC 14 um, save. And it nat ones. So it is staggered for 1d4 rounds. That's huge. The creature remain it remains staggered for two rounds. Wow. Nice. Can that's, I keep hitting it? That's pretty big. Um, uh, you used a move I action, so you only get the one. Oh, I'm using the die. You're right. You're right. My yeah. bad. Okay. All right. That's my turn. All right. Asher, there might be an opening here. And Asher will take advantage of it. He is going to use a swift action to focus his aim and then fire four adamantine bullets at it with a rapid shot hasted full attack. Deadly aim. Uh, The lowest is poor. It's only a 15 against touch. Um, 15 will still hit touch. 
Oh, cool. Then we're going to have 48 plus uh, 44 coming at you with adamantine bullets. Oh, good. It is only now when you mention touch that I realize this thing is a medium creature and not a large, like I was assuming it was, despite looking at it on a screen. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I had to double check that because I missed so many large things before, but this is a medium creature. The artwork just made me assume it was large, that when it shrank back down, my brain kept it a size bigger. Uh, that is 63 <laughs> adamantine bullet damage. That's so yes. many damage. And, and this... This robot... whirs and flails and falls to the ground. Yes. Uh... As in it was reduced to zero or those globes on its back or lower. Explode in Get death. that grip point right back. As in it was reduced to zero or lower. Free action loads that gun back up with adamantine rounds just because he can. Uh, and then he just gives the nastiest glare to Fergus. Doesn't have any mechanical benefit to it. But glares really nasty I just popped a better picture of this robot in the chat in case you want to see it um, the robot doesn't get a turn after it gets blasted Ooh. so it is Alowin's turn uh, Alowin is uh, going to reenact his favorite movie Pulp Fiction and jam this needle directly into Brixby's chest all right, so I need to make a fortitude save. Um, kindly behind the scenes, Izzy has granted me the use of their sky metal. Um, this is not a gimme. Um, I have to, because it accrues a round, I've been dead two rounds, so I have to beat a DC 17 fortitude save. And I don't, and I stay dead. I rolled a one, then a two, then a three. Wow. How many doses does that cardio amp have? Uh, I don't have it on my sheet because I stole it from you, so I don't I just know, know the description talks about subsequent uses, and so... Sadly, it was only one dose. Ah, expletive. Absolutely brutal, these rolls. So Brixby is still dead. Is uh, Alan going anywhere? Uh, no, I think, I think he's probably just still staring at Brixby, expecting this to work. It's honestly, I think what he does for the rest of his turn, he doesn't use his movement. I think Fergus is going to, he's going to drop a fireball just on the other side of the door, so... That's not smart, because that will not hit Kira. So I think what he's going to actually do is he's going to float through the wall. Now he can't get far enough. Fergus is get a little bit frustrated by his spells run. available right now. But he feels like he's got an advantage here. 
So I think what Fergus is going to do is he's just going to drop his little miaz spectral miasma on all of you. So uh, you're all surrounded in a life-sapping mist that's familiar by now. Um, and everyone takes eight negative energy damage while surrounded by this mist. And then he's gonna drop a fog cloud in the room. So now you can only see five feet. And it is Kira's turn. Um, we saw where he was before he dropped the fog cloud, right? Yeah. Can I move in that direction? You can indeed. It is difficult terrain, though, so it's no five-foot step. Got it. I will regular footstep uh, to the northwest in the direction that we last saw the least cute. I just don't even like him, and all the names that I have are swears, so never mind. Um, I'm going to try again with the Null Blade, because that's what she's holding. That's a one... It's not yeah, going to do moved, it. So. <sighs> All right. Asher, it's nice and foggy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ideal. Um, uh, but just for S's and G's, he can't see Fergus, but he can expend two uses of Leon hands to channel to harm undead. Uh so just eat it dude and roll me a fortitude save or well save right. or your lowest whatever save. the lowest one is uh i don't know how to tell you this but it is a 29 i mean i i knew that it wouldn't be full damage uh so six total will mean three positive energy damage as this burst of kind of angry but holy light comes out it's weird but it happens uh that's a standard um, and yeah then he'll he'll use a swift to lay on hands himself and that'll that'll be the end of this well i guess he can still move in the direction might as well at half speed five so yeah he'll move closer that's his turn. All right. Asher is mad healthy, and Alowin is up. It's cloudy. Uh, Alowin uses the wand of gust of wind that he's been holding since the start of the fight to clear this stuff away. All right. It will be a, a round before it goes, but next time your turn comes around, the fog will be gone. And the miasma's gone also, correct? Yeah. Alright, that'll bring us back around to Fergus, And he's gonna reach out and try to touch Kira. Uh, that is a 19 versus touch. Hang on. That'll do it. Alright, uh, I need a fortitude save. That's another one. But the one plus 17. Well, a natural one is an automatic fail. Uh, so yeah, that's fair. on the corrupting touch, 
As the negative energy pours from Fergus into Kira, she takes 47 negative energy damage. And, um, he's laughing. He's, he's feeling pretty good right now and just I laughing this right. Person that doesn't exist so much. He's, he's a very hateable fella, and, um, I don't feel good about, you know, being in him right now. He feels good about being in him. And it's your turn. Uh, I don't even know that Kira reacts to this, honestly. Um, I'm just going to say at this point, she can sense something is off. Uh, And due to her overprotective trait and being more than 10 feet away from her fallen friend, she also has a minus two on all of her everything. So skill checks, skill checks. Um, Which is fine. She doesn't make those anyway. So just going to go back and hit it with a chainsaw. No, hit it with a... Oh, I do have to roll blur on that corrupting blur. patch. Thank you, Jeff, in the chat for keeping me honest. But it is a 98 on the blur, yeah, so... Of course it is. Ugh, Jeff in the All chat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, no. Um, that is an 11 on the die plus, what do we say? 16. Uh, for the null blade. 27? 11 plus 16? Yeah, 27. 27 actually does not hit Fergus Shout. Of course, of course not. Um, can we see I missed that? Can I keep attacking? Um, yeah, you can keep attacking. He does have 20% concealment, so I should have had you roll that, but you missed, so it didn't matter. Um, that's a 15. Sorry, 15 plus 16 again. Uh, 15 plus 15 is 30, so 15 plus 16 is 31. That'll hit. Great. This is not a construct, so it's just 1d10 plus 14. Plus 1? Because it's a plus 1 weapon. Yeah, baby. Heck yeah. That is... That's a 3, 4... 17, uh, 17 null blade. All right, it's, since it is um, incorporeal, only half of that goes through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, and one more time. That's a three for a 10. That's or not do an it. 11. Still not gonna do it. All right, that's my turn. All right, um, Asher. Weirdly, Asher's in a delay as he can tell that wind has blown the fog away. <laughs> He's going to pop back in after Alwyn's turn. Wild. Well, um, Alwyn's turn comes around, and miraculously, the fog does go away. All right. Uh, Alwyn, channeling uh, some of this new power he felt after he beat up those robots yesterday, is going to cast a spell and hold it and then he is going to move up behind kira touch her on her back and cast cure critical wounds which is how many d8 is this it's like all of them isn't it uh 4d8 plus one per caster level seven roll that in here uh so that is 24 or no um, level seven, so that's twenty-six points of uh, healing to Kira. Thank you. 
And that will be his turn. All right. Asher. First things first, smite <laughs> evil on this evilman, and then rapid shot, full attack, deadly aim, hasted, four ghost salt, smite bullets coming at old Fergus the Jerkus. I wish all of them were crits, but none of them are crits. Uh, so the lowest is a 15 against touch. Um, 15 will not hit touch. Okay. Uh, the second lowest is a... Oh, well, yeah, they're all... The rest of them are all so good. Uh, 19 or higher. Yeah, 19 or higher will definitely hit. Okay, and since this is the... So the first one will be... Uh, double my uh, paladin level for damage so the bonus will be so I'm going to roll that one separately I'll just count my paladin level four times instead of three since it's all salty smitey Uh, that is 47 points of salty smite a lot of damage and it all goes through excellent and i have to do math my brain i don't have any witty catchphrases i just want to murder him you said 37 damage uh 40 36 hits 47 47 so 27 damage is um what what you're saying i think 47 and it bypasses all dr and it does it's a ghost. He don't like it. Yeah. He's not a fan. Yeah. Ghost salt and everything. Yeah, that was the first like real solid chunk of damage on Fergus, um today at least. So um Fergus thinks you're being a real jerkus. And uh, he's gonna drop another cloud in this room and this particular cloud requires fortitude saves from everyone as it it stinks despite our filter masks Ah, I forgot about the filter masks and that means he forgot about the filter masks so you don't even care about how stinky it is true but you do care that it is remarkably thick once again, makes the whole room difficult terrain. But other than that, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I guess it is also still hard to see. So he's got that going for him. And, um, Kira, you're up. You don't care that it stinks, but you do care... I don't care. ...that he stinks. I do, yes. Accurate. All true. Uh, I'm gonna keep full attacking. Got to, got to get me dice. Okay, that's a natural 20. And a 17 on the die plus uh, 16 to um, confirm. Um, 
Well, unfortunately, without um, Ghost Touch, you can't crit a ghost, but that is a hit. Take a hit. That's another three. Uh, three plus 14 plus one. Three plus 15, 18. All right, and um, can you roll uh, concealment? Oh, yeah, right. That's a D100, right? Yeah. Just got a B20. This is not a good night. This is a bad Oof. night. That's a seven. All right. So, um, yeah, the fog just makes it a little too hard to see him. Right. That is a 16 plus 16, 32. 32 will hit. Second. Oh, that's an 88 better. All right. A little better, that's a six plus 14 for 20 points of damage. Doesn't all go through. All right. Uh, was that two? That was two. That was two. And that is a nine on the die plus a 11 for a, no, dirty 20. Yeah, that won't do it. Uh, that's my turn. Oh, right. wait a second. Uh, that second one. I have to take a minus two. I did was it is on attack rolls also. I don't remember what I said. Um, I think I said a thirty-one. Does that sound right? To thirty-two. Thirty-two because sixteen plus sixteen. So that should be a thirty. Still hits, yeah. Great. Cool. All right, Alwyn. It's cloudy again. No chance of meatballs, though. Uh, yep, Alwyn is going to spend another uh, charge on this uh, wand. All right. Burning resources. Going anywhere? Or you sticking around? Uh, he is going to stay where he is because he's within touch range of Kira, and he's a five foot away from being touched from Asher, and he's got Kira between him and the murder ghost. So he is going to stay put. All right. Asher, murder ghost is harder to see than he was a moment ago. Yeah. So it's going to take a full round for that to clear. So if he waits and he just loses a round, essentially. Um, yeah. So he will... Uh, free action. Reload his gun full, guns full of bullets. Uh, well, he's only carrying the one gun now because he didn't only picked up the one canonically, which is great because he had a free hand to reload. Uh, and he'll just use another swift to lay on hands himself and just... Uh, you know, I could be smarter than me. Uh, and also ready an action to <laughs> when the cloud clears, fire a deadly aim shot at Furkish Shout. Alright. Well, um, that brings us back around to Fergus again, and I think he's gonna... He felt like it worked well the last time. He's just gonna reach out and touch Kira. Yeah, bring it. Do your worst. Oh, that's, that's a four against touch? Yeah, your worst sucks, dude. Just, 
Does a four hit your your touch? No, doesn't. Not even my touch. I'm raging I, and distracted, I'm just and it doesn't hit. Going me, easy so. on you, because I'm winning by so much. So you're all gonna die soon, like your friend. Oh, well. And now Kira's up. Rage confirmed. Now that it's, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually, again, not actually sure Gara hears any of that. She's in a, in a state. Um, and again, just, just keep attacking. That is a 15 plus 16, 31. Uh, 31 will hit, uh, concealment. I'll roll the blur. Roll concealment, my bad. 61. Yep. Uh, that's, uh, max damage. 10 plus 14. 24. No, 25. Right? It's a plus one. Yeah. Cool. Oh, 25. Alright, some of that goes through. He's, he's starting to leak ectoplasm. Uh, second roll is an 18 plus 16. Uh, which is more than 31. Yep. Need to bust out my D100, but I'll keep rolling here for now. Roll one, um, 69. Nice. <laughs> that automatically turns into a crit, right? Uh, six plus 15, uh, 21, yeah. All right. All right, and last hit, uh, that's a six. Um, six plus, no, I don't think that's gonna do it. Six plus 11, yeah. That's yeah. 17. No luck there. Right, here's just screaming in this thing's run face. Away. No, I absolutely not. I, I hate him so much. I hate him <laughs> so much. Um, and um, Alowin, on your turn, once more, the wind has done its job and the cloud is blowing away. Okay, now would that trigger uh, Asher's action before I go then? Um, I'm not sure exactly the order of how that works, so um, I guess Asher can take a shot. Sure. I think technically it's after your um, standard action, but whatevs. We can play fast and loose at this time. Just the fastest, loosest. Uh, 18 against touch. Um, 18 does hit touch. Whew. Uh, that is 14 points of damage. Alright. He's looking pretty hurt. He's juicing everywhere. Uh, Alowin then will expend another level 4 slot. Roll it in there again. Ugh, that was not a great roll. Uh, but we add 7 to that, so it is 21 more points of healing to Kira. And he is going to stay where he is, so that is his turn. All right, Asher, you've got a chance here. Yeah, yeah, he does. And as this fog is cleared and he has his full complement of actions and shots, he's going to spend a swift action to focus his aim. So it'll be four deadly focused smote salted bullets coming at Fergus Shout. 
And of course, the first one's a one, but I'll ignore it. So nothing happens. Three more bullets. Why can't I crit you today? Uh, but yeah, all of them at least meet that 18 from the previous one. All right, so we're, we're talking three hits. 3d8 plus 45. Uh, that's 53 points of salty smite. And there's some of the smoke that surrounds the ghost here floats over and joins into Asher's ever-expanding cloud of grit. Furkish Shoud shouts, You haven't heard the last of me! I'll be back! I'll be back forever! And I'll haunt the rest of your days! But he, uh... He disappears. And, um... You're standing in the basement of the Choking Tower with the dead bodies of Cassandra Lee, of Fergus Shoud, and of Brixby Rentail. And after an epic, epic fight, I'm going to bed. Uh, good night, sweet prince of a rat. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Caught behind the crag. Couldn't start recording because I was caught behind the crag. TM, TM, TM. See behind the sea. <laughs> Where did we move to? Why am I in front again? <laughs> ah! Something weird's happening. Wait, I'm in a wall. Yeah. I'm in a wall. You're in a wall. Goodbye, Alwyn. I see the worm guy again, too. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. I prepared swipe today. We need to go by there again. <laughs> I'm not going by there again. I oh, almost failed that phantasmal killer with a natural 15. I'm not going anywhere near that guy. All right. I'll send Cleary. <laughs> I know what robots with one eye mean from the last 12 of these we've fought. These guys are probably alien robots. Why would you think they were anything? Uh, honestly, I've changed my mind. And so have my dogs. Master's going to be a hero shortly. Uh, yeah, when Sam predicted a tea pizza K, I was really hoping he was joking.